0: Stitches running home with Amish boy. Ax in front his paddling. Here's Stitch on the outside. He's over the top. Stitches run. Stitcher's run the eyeliner from photos. Ax, Amish boy. Right or wrong? Not sure. Welcome back to Bris Vegas, our Queensland Winter Carnival Show. I'm your host Scoot, and this show's brought to you by Topsport.com.au and Punningform.com.au, and I'm joined by the boys from Macbet, Johnny McLeod and Tommy Turbo. Hey, Jack. How are you guys?
1: Good, hey, mate. Um, my new nickname is Sadie. I'm uh, I'm just a cleaner of the baked bat cave. That's all I am at the moment. <laughs> Tom's running
0: the show. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, uh, he's just had an absolute blinder on Ipswich Cup Day. Twenty-eight dollar winner uh, in the first few on well, the first few races, uh, and then he's found Snitch. It was off the map, and Desert Lord was the banker. Tommy Turbo, absolutely uh, teaching Johnny McLeod how it's done.
2: Yeah, I had to uh, had to turn it on. Had a special lady friend out from Ipswich. She's from there, so yeah, decided to uh, try and impress her, and glad glad we got something back.
0: What an absolute uh, fill up! And it can be a happy hunting ground, so it's uh, it's good to get one back. And sadly, this is our uh, our second last show of the Queensland uh, Winter Carnival. So it's been a up and down sort of carnival now. But surely you guys have got your nose in front, Tommy? Definitely yes for the carnival, but. Um, yeah, how do you score the carnival, bookies versus punters?
1: Mm, uh, I, well, I don't know. I'd probably say, uh, probably say bookies, I would say, a little bit. Um, but there's not a lot in it. I don't think there's been it. You know, it's like Eagle Farm, a lot of people keep on blowing up about the track, but whatever they back there is in the race, you know. So it's, you know, they run first or second or, or thereabouts, so... Um, you know, it's probably 50-50, I would say. We've, we've been a bit lucky last week that we've, um, we had a bad week the previous week, I think, Tom, but this last week was good.
2: Yeah, we had a good Friday. John uh, led the charge on the Friday up at Caloundra and then that went into yeah. um, Ipswich on Saturday. But, yeah, we really like to bet at Eagle Farm. I feel like we have a really good handle on the track now and um, how we expect it to play the days beforehand.
0: Hmm. But the pattern is pretty similar. Um, it, it seems to be off the fence. And even if you draw a wide or a, a bad gate, uh, you, can still, you can still win the race, can't you? But do you think it's a horses for courses type venue? Horses that have run well at Eagle Farm tend to repeat that and some horses just don't like the surface?
1: Definitely.
2: Yeah, it definitely plays a part of it. And you're right, you do need to be getting to the right part of the track definitely – um, age of courses like we saw superior the other day i feel like you can put his win down to simply getting to the better part of the track and brooklyn hustle um that was on the same day but you just have to really change your mindset it's very different to other tracks you bet at say like a doom in a rose hill or something like that um your maps probably aren't as important or you don't focus as heavily on leaders on pace horses who have drawn inside
0: Mm. And what about uh, Craig Williams up there? Still uh, dominating?
1: Yeah, he's doing everything right. You know, like I, um, he, he, you know, he walks the track. He, he, he talks to his owners like um, they're gods, and you know, like he just does everything right. Like I, there's a lot of people that walk, walk the track, but some hold hands and some actually do the right thing. So. <laughs>
0: Mm, We were just talking about that in uh, one of our other chat groups, how just the strike rates of certain camps. And I just know that uh, Elton Zara, I think they were two out of 100 um, and they just popped up and got a winner yesterday. I think it was at Cranbourne, and Adrian Adkins is something like one out of a hundred rides. So confidence and uh, mindsets a big thing. And I was quite taken by that uh, Johnny McLeod. The real reason you're not not a stalker, you're uh, you're very keen to see what Steph Thornton and Benny Thompson's mindsets like. So you're always thinking, you're always looking at edges and angles to figure out uh, are these jockeys sweet? What, what, have they got their mind on the job? Are they thinking about something else? But I think there's something in that. You uh, you always have to be. Uh, Looking at the conditions and then trying to figure out not what just trainers are thinking about, but um, yeah, how confident jockeys are.
1: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And you, you know, you see, like it, it's amazing every time I pull up at the races, those two are actually walking the track. So, you know, it's good to see them walking the track. Um, there's no doubt about that. But I'd like to see them carry something in their hands. And there's other blokes like Michael Carl. He always he always walks the walks the track, and um, Williams always is. You know i've seen him a few times walk the track he arrived very late last wednesday so he he didn't walk it but um you know most times on the big days he'll be out there doing his thing so it's uh, it's something that they have to do you know it's just you don't want to be following people well i suppose a lot of them would um you know to see who has walked it and then ask the question whether where they think the best part of the track is and if they tell them they're stupid so um they've got an edge
0: What about uh, Kyle Wilson-Taylor? About a month ago, you guys signalled him as uh, a bit of a a jockey to watch as he
2: continued his good run of form? I think he's been suspended recently. Mm. He hasn't been riding as of late. I'm not sure where he's at. Mm. And the other yard that's absolutely
0: on fire at the Gold Coast is Michael Costa. You've been managing to find him?
1: Well, it's a bit funny. It's a bit funny, though. folks. You know, I'm, I'm against all that stuff about, you know, trainers or jockeys being, um, you know, having great strike rates and all that sort of stuff in a way, because once they get to a level, if you think their level is down here, they can only come down, Mm. you know, so um, it's pointless in actually jumping on the bandwagon when they're they're past the level that you think they can get to, so, you know, Costas, I heard someone say the other day, he's had seven runners since everyone was saying that he's going great, and uh, they haven't placed, so... That's the time to actually jump on the bandwagon to go against those blokes. Mm. You know, and uh, so, I'm totally against that way of thinking. I'm on the other way of uh, wait for everyone to be jumping on him and saying sprucing him like crazy, and then uh, then jump on, then you know bet against. Them. You know, it's a, it's a bit like uh, Scissorhands. hands. You know, everyone was going against him. He had one out of a hundred, but <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, everyone wants to wants to bet against him. And uh, you know he's he's not that bad a jockey. He can make blues, but everyone was spruiking him a while ago, and he can. And the next minute you just bet against him. But now everyone's off him. You know he might come back into calculations.
0: Mm, so uh, that's Mark DePlessis for uh, anyone that's just tuning in. But um, I think well, yeah, what Johnny's trying to say is uh, some stables and some jockeys get overbet, so you just got to look for the uh, the patterns and opportunities. And if, I guess, the crowd are all starting to think one way, maybe there's some value out the other side. Let's talk about a, a sprue course and let's get into uh, race six. You're going to do the quaddie legs here. You're going to do the Tats Cup, the Benchmark 80 Sprint, the Tats Tiara and the WJ Healy Stakes. But let's have a look at race six, the Tats Cup, over 2,400 at Eagle Farm this Saturday. Saturday Incentivize is the hot pot forty. Southern France $6, Mirage Dancer $8, and Traduce, you guys uh, signaled Traduce was uh, a potential roughie in the Ipswich Cup. You guys uh, predicted a boil over but couldn't find happy-go-plucky, but um, is there anything that can beat this Incentivise? And let's have a look at its uh, last start replay and talk us through it, uh, Tommy. Yeah,
2: so this was just last week. Um, I think it was... It was an Ipswich in the, what was it? it was the rising, it was some stayers, heats, provincial, some championships. I don't know. Absolutely <laughs> brained him. Um, look, it's very hard to see him getting beat here. Unfortunately, he's a doll 40, and it's no real surprise. Um, you've got Mirage Dantra in southern France. They're the class horses in the race, but they haven't really been finding the line for a while now. Um, and incentivizes the horse on the way up. It's quite remarkable the preparation that he's had. Like he started back in March in Eagle Farm in a fourteen hundred meter maiden race, and now he's in a Group Three Tattersalls Cup over twenty four hundred meters, and on his way down south thereafter. So can't wait to see him um, in the spring. What he can do down there in Victoria, but certainly not a betting proposition at Doll Forty for me because all he has to really do is turn up and um, should be winning.
0: Mm, It's amazing looking at uh, his last three starts. He's won by seven lengths, nine, uh, yeah, seven, nine, and nine and a half lengths, and I guess the only chink, which is probably not a chink given you're going from a small track to a big track, is 2,500 back to 2,400. But as you say, there's there's a horse like Romacash. I think the boys backed that in the stream on uh, Blue Diamond Day. There's some absolutely ordinary conveyances here, and... I just don't know even how um, Craig Williams would think his way through a win here on Southern France or Mirage Dancer after seeing what's just happened there. This,
1: yeah.
0: how how deep can this guy go? Oh, maybe a question for you, Johnny McLeod. Can he? Can this guy measure up in spring?
1: Well, you know he's got to take a big step. Like I, I was just going to ask the question. You know, I, I think his rating wouldn't be that crash hot at the moment. Now he's going to have to get it right up to get into a Caulfield Cup or a Melbourne Cup Mm. or something like that.
2: He'll have to win one of the exemption races to get into
1: one of those races, I think. Mm. But Mm. I suppose a Ballarat Cup type of scenario, he's probably the perfect horse. You know, as you said, to do what he's done in one prep, if he just doesn't knock him around too much, you know, he could come back, you know. Plenty underneath him to go forward again, but geez, would you go again a week? You know, a week after flogging him the other day, you know, what's it, what's this race worth? Hundred, probably hundred to the winner.
0: Mm.
1: You know, yeah, hundred to the winner. You know, they paid. I think they paid eight or nine hundred thousand for a half share or something like that, didn't they? Um, so you know, the hundred, it's not even going to hit the sides. Would you be just sort of putting it away and waiting for next? You know, for Melbourne and just creep up on them, you know, get the job done and get into a Caulfield Cup or something like that. Sort of like going to the well a little bit too many times for mine, but, jeez, he's a nice horse.
0: Mm, it's going to be uh, fascinating to see. And, yeah, maybe uh, this can bump his rating up and it's a little bit of an afterthought. Maybe just keep surprising the trainer, but uh, it's going to be fascinating to see. Do you think uh, Steve Trigay will keep the horse, Tommy?
2: Uh, keep him as... Because Peter he... Moody's trading and... Training, and I think Steve's kept 50% of the horse, I think. I'll report back to you next week. I'll have a chat to him.
0: (laughs) Fantastic (laughs) stuff. If uh, you want to have a look at uh, his sectional times and – I guess confirm what your eye sees on these big 7, 9 and 9.5 and length victories. You can do that on with puntingform.com.au. They're Australia's number one betting uh, form guide. If you're doing the form for this week on Eagle Farm, it's a must-use tool. And I know that the boys use the punning form data as part of their MacBet analysis. We'll take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back and we'll have a look at races 7 and 8, including the uh, Group 1, Tats Tiara. Welcome back to Bris Vegas. I'm your host, Scoot, and I'm joined by Johnny McLeod and Tommy Henjack. And now it's time to have a look at race seven at Eagle Farm on Saturday, the benchmark 80. We've got odds courtesy of topsport.com.au up on the screen now. We've got Shooting for Gold, $2.40, Devil's Temptation, $4.40, Genzai the Wolf, $9, Desert Man, 11 and Kanunga, $11. And the replay that uh, Johnny McLeod's going to talk through here is Kanunga from Flemington back in 2020 in the uh, maroon silks. Let's have a look at him uh, rip home, I think, down the outside here, Johnny.
1: Yep, that's him in the yellow cap last out wide, and... Uh what I liked about this is he rode in quiet and he just attacked the line. Um, it was just a really good runner. yeah, this is his best run for sure and certain. I think he came to Brisbane after this and then he loomed up and just and fell in. I think. Um, but the way he did this, it was just a really nice run. Now I, um, you know, I admit that it's a while ago, but last preparation, I just think he um, he just didn't come up. He he just. I think there was a couple of heavy track runs, you know, in amongst them. And and first up, he went fair, and I think he hit a wet track, and then then he hit another one, and then he went back to the dry and didn't do much and just spelled him. So I just think um, they've slammed the blinkers on him, which is a, it's a bit of a that's a bit of a question mark for me because I'm, I'm sort of wanting him to to really pre midfield, bit wide, and come down the outside, and uh, I just hope he doesn't overdo it, but. I think this is a a really good race to bet bet in. Um, I think a lot of horses can't win, like, um, you know, Wudang Blade will puncture over a thousand at Eagle Farm. And You've got uh, the second favourite, Devil's Temptation, being up there and he's going to puncture over a thousand. Shooting for goal, definite chance, but he's rock bottom. And the horses that I'm sort of looking to back are, are the Sinner unguarded I think those three horses will be attacking the line and um, I'll be uh, I'll be turning from Sadie into Batman if one of them wins
0: <laughs> and if uh, yeah like all last preparation you see the jockeys yeah Jay Ford Dylan Gibbons Brody Lloyd so Craig Williams from a wide gate just seems the perfect, uh, perfect tonic here and $11 at top sport seems a very backable price he's Thirteen dollars in. I think you've probably knocked the price off there, but thirteen dollars is still backable. You've convinced me for sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's a nice race. It definitely, like as I said, there's horses there we can bet against, you know, and that's what I love finding finding find horses that um, are well in the market that I don't like, and then start looking, you know, wider to, to uh, see if we can um, cover up the race. And you know, it, it's possible if shooting for gold gets out to around about the two eighty mark around there, I might save on it because we're on. On the roughies, but mm. um, that way, if I can get 280 or 290 shooting for goal late I'll be very comfortable with this race.
0: All right. So, what what price have you got Kanunga uh, on your Macbet ratings? Uh,
1: I have it seven dollars. Okay. Seven dollars. It. I've got the Sinner six fifty, and I've got uh, Unguarded around eight dollars. So. So the three of them, are, well, were about half price, you know, they were, I had them all about half the price that what they were. Mm. So um, I think this is just a nice race
0: outstanding stuff when johnny's got one mark real short he uh he gets a horn foreman so does i so uh, make sure you check okay. out macbet.com.au and uh, you can get his full rating sets for not just the four races that we're looking at you can get them for the whole card so make sure you check them out let's have a look at the group one tat's Tiara, and we'll get uh money bags tommy turbo to go through this one we've got the odds courtesy of uh Top sport on the screen now: Tafane six into five dollars, Odium seven fifty into five, Savatiano nine fifty, Subpoenaed, fifteen into eleven, Nudge nineteen into thirteen, and Brooklyn Hustle thirteen dollars. Interesting one uh, in the betting here: Tafane and Odium just seem to be clearing out here, and Nudge is the only other one that they've specked. But uh, the replay we're going to have a look at is the Dane Ripper, Odium, Tommy Turbo.
1: Yep.
2: Um, yeah, it's funny you mention that. The three horses have kind of specked that are the mares who have won their last start or whatnot. So oh, well, Odium didn't win come second, but she raced really well here. She was first up um, on speed, three wide, no cover. I know she was in the um, probably the best, wasn't the best part of the track, but it was probably the fairest part of the track, whereas Brooklyn Hustle and um, who was the other one, Madame Rouge coming down the outside, they were in superior lanes, I feel. Um I really like her here. She's under the weight for age conditions now. So she drops from, I think it was 58 down to 55 and a half or 56, something like that. Um, that Dane Ripper is a really good form race. I really like it. There's 10 horses coming out of it. I think Dane, um, sorry, I think Odium has most of them covered. It should be a pretty similar run race to what we saw there. Um, You've got the main speed influences being the same, being Realman Ruby, Dame Giselle, Sweet Deal. Um, they'll all be on speed again. The fly on the ointment, kind of the newcomers, could be Mizzy, but she's first up off eight weeks with Tommy Berry, as um, Walt described a couple of weeks ago on Bet Doctor, he's not the kind of jockey who's going to burn the turf up in front. And you've got Savatiano, who could potentially push forward, but she's 28 days off, blinkers off, and she pulled up lame last start. So... It looks to be a, probably a moderately run race again. I think J-Mac Odium just slides across with a couple drawn outside him, probably two or three pairs back and can be really hard to catch. I think if the speed somehow goes on and a jockey just takes off, you'll prob- probably be looking for a horse like Nudge. I think she'll be the one storming late, coming back in distance from 1,600 metres. Um, but yeah, that's so she's about $12 and Odium's the other one I'll be playing. I think Tefane is obviously really hard to beat coming out of a Group 1 race. Um, barrier 14, she'll be in the right part of the track also, but I just feel she's about the right price. price. Um, I still think there's a bit of juice in Odium and Nudge.
0: Mm, I uh, I think this, yeah, I, I tend to agree here. I think uh, the race looks pretty straightforward for me. I think uh, Odium and Tofane look the clear horses to beat and you can definitely make a case uh, for Sabine and, and Nudge. Any thoughts, J-Mac? J-
1: uh, I like what you know, Tom's saying that again. You're, you're finding a lot of holes in a lot of these other horses that they probably can't get 1400 strongly, and you know, nudge 1600 back to 1400 on Eagle Farm, and especially if we get a little bit of this rain, you, you really want that viler. So that that's a nice, that, you know, that's that's going to be uh, the right type of horse coming to the right part of the track.
2: Yep, and Odium's proven over 1,600 as well. She had a run down there in Flemington in the Group 1 Empire Rose. I was kind of against her last start. She was coming off a long break, um, hadn't handled Eagle Farm, but what she did there was enough to suggest to me that she's um, ready to go um, to win a Group 1 here.
1: Mm. The spot where um, Brooklyn Hustle came the other day, I remember, like, I haven't walked this track for for ages, but um, when I did... That outside lane, they used to actually have the roller out there in the tractors sort of thing um, going around the outside of the track, and uh, and it just compounded the track all the time. So where Brooklyn Hustle came, you know, it, it was very close to that hard, hard ground out there.
2: Yeah, she was on a dead set travel later that day. Um, that's what mm. – I didn't really want to be with Odium after that race, but she's drawn wide again, and I feel like just this time of the day, the wide draw – It's just going to be so advantageous. And I think you'll see in the betting, once the pattern is kind of confirmed, you'll see these horses who are drawn wide late in the day, they're going to firm up in the market.
0: Mm, And I can remember uh, on Empire Rose Stakes Day and even the the meeting after that, I think her next start in the March Stakes, this horse got absolutely hammered. The big players Love to back this horse And uh, you got J-Mac And as you say The pattern of the track Is probably all going to make A perfect storm here So I can't see this horse Getting out in the market And yeah I can remember it being uh, Wide and on the speed, and I thought it was all honours in the Dane Ripper. Did really, really well to uh, to hold on. So I think uh, you guys have absolutely nailed this race also. We might uh, keep that segment short and sweet and take a little bit of a break, but uh, make sure this weekend if you're betting, check out topsport.com.au. They've got the protest payout, they've got odds boost. They've got odds boost for everyone, so even if you're a smart punter, you still get it. You can have scheme, game, game Multis, and uh, they're just a one-stop betting shop, so make sure you bet with an Australian open, Australian-owned bookmaker this weekend. Uh, with topsport.com.au. I'm going to take a break and uh, we'll come back and we'll preview the W.J. Healy Stakes. Welcome back to Briz Vegas, our Queensland Winter Carnival show. We've got the lucky last race here. We've done all the quaddy legs, so hopefully by this stage we are absolutely jogging. And the race we're going to have a look at is the WJ Healy Stakes, 1200 metre race. Been some uh, impressive and big winners of this one in the past. Uh, odds courtesy of Top Sport on the screen now. Ball is the scratching, the much improved horse. So away games the favourite here for 80, Usman of 650, Generals $8.50, Exhilarates $9, Bella Nipotina 9.50. High Tail 12 and King of Hastings $13. We're gonna have a quick look again at the Dane Ripper uh, and Generals is the horse we're gonna focus on this time. Take us away, Johnny.
1: Yeah, Generals is the one tucked in behind in the green with the yellow uh, sleeves or the striped sleeves. Um, he's just got no she's got no run there. If she could have come out and followed Odie in the where it was, I think she would have won, but she kept on having to slide back into inferior ground and um so she's you know these outside horses are on that you know that real strong lane and she's still trying to come at these other ones in the worst part of the track so i just think if she would have been able to get to the outside she might have you know broke a a little bit of a gap on the on the eventual winner brooklyn and and uh, may have won now it's got she's fitter she's going to be in the right spot I know she's not seventy dollars this week, which was last week that last one, but um, <laughs> it was she had, it only got beaten two point four lengths or something that big, and I think um, I think this one might turn the corner for us. So it was about thirteen dollars this morning, oh, this morning, but with Baller coming out, it's still eight dollars eight fifty. I think it's going to start shorter. You know, the, you know yeah, three fifty, yeah. so yeah, I'm uh, I'm keen to back it. I'm keen. Again, I'm looking to, to Find the horses that I didn't like At the start, and that was Baller But he's out Boosman, I won't uh, run the 1200 Exhilarate's went like a dromedary The other day, so I'm putting a <laughs> line through it um, Away game, Tommy, you're against it Yeah
0: uh, How did, aces.
1: You go, hey? How did it it was parade first up? up? She's only a little thing She's only a little thing but she prayed it okay you know the, but there was a stack of money for her, an absolute stack you know so she but the problem with her is there's really good speed up front here and um, you know she's going to be exposed at this time of day you know there's going to be something that's going to come from midfield for sure and certain here so she's going to be looming to win and then you're going to have closes and uh, you know I just think Jen rules is the closer I think uh, with that fitness little edge under her belt I think she's going to come pretty quickly.
0: In good times, a horse that I've been on in the last couple of starts, is it a fluker's chance at $41? I know it was scratched the other day.
1: I, I always have it shorter than the market for some reason, and but I was disappointed in its run the other day. I thought, um, you know, it just, uh, just plugged in behind him, whereas previous run was wide and everyone was sort of thinking, okay, it was wide and working. But again, it was Eagle Farm and it's probably uh, the better part of the track. You know, so horses like in and up, it's got a little hope. It's got the one gate, though. Um, yeah. It's going to get back in the field on the fence. That That's its real problem. But, um, you know, you, you just keep on looking at a lot of these. Like, Nile loomed to win on the better part of the track the other day and just died. King of Hastings had a lovely run and just uh, those horses in front of it were going away from it. Hail Manhattan looking for further. Highlight like Cup that win this. Dr. Zeus needs a run. The bottom one, I think, is outclassed, mm. even though it's $10. I think it's outclassed, exhilarates us when, like a dromedary and Usmanov can't get 1200 So you, you really, uh, you know, what is the horse that's going well and performing? And that's Jen's rules, Jen rules. Well,
0: hopefully, uh, Rachel King can get the job done and maybe to- Tommy Turbo can catch uh, Rachel King's goggles. Uh, if he's uh, sitting in the crowd somewhere, I know he's a bit of a... Uh Merch collector of sorts, yeah, something
2: Tommy? like that. Where are they? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <not> there,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a very sick man. Let's have a look at the top sport big bets. We've uh, we've got Eagle Farm Race 7, number three, Ditmus 400 each way at $21. Not a big bet there, but uh, someone has specked that this horse can bob up in these thousand meter races,
1: yeah. That's AJ's horse. Um, he's a good bloke from down the coast. He's he was on the radio down there for years, and I think he's back on the radio. He was number one DJ down there or something. so he's he's uh he likes a bet. I don't know whether that'd be his bet, but it'll be some of it.
0: <laughs> and the other one we got there is race eight, number one to 2000 two thousand at uh, six dollars. That's probably not a bad ticket there.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a chance. Yeah, you can't knock that horse's win the other day, you know. It was very strong on the line, you know. One thing I did find out the other day was or yesterday, is that maybe that Vega one may not race again. That's how bad a and yeah, her well. injury, supposedly, had got out of it. So I don't know whether that's the right report or not, but um makes me sick when we were <laughs> off the other day. <laughs> Couldn't
0: go down a winning note.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, he just got stripped just as they come out of the barriers, supposedly, too. Yeah, well... So, mm.
0: Very uh, tough game and an unlucky game. All right, so uh, we're going to barrel into incentivise at the short odds in the early legs. It looks like Kanunga is uh, a horse that's going to be on the move if uh, Johnny McLeod's tipping it uh, or rated at a $6 chance. The $11 will not last at topsport.com.au, so make sure you're all over that. I think uh, the Tats Tiara looks a pretty straightforward equation, and then again, uh, we might be able to uh, jag a good price about gen rules. Don't worry about it coming off a high SP. Eight fifty might be the same. Safe way to go. Hopefully, uh, Rachel King can give it one of her good steers. But yeah, as I said before, if you want to find out more about these guys, it's macbet.com.au. And as always, make sure you uh, support our sponsors, topsport.com.au and punningform.com.au, Australia's best sectional times database. All right, I'll let you guys yeah. have a bit of a break this week. Go- Sorry, Johnny. simple,
1: doesn't it? What's it that? simple, doesn't it? This Saturday. Yeah,
0: no, well, you made Ipswich look pretty simple last week, so I'm gonna, I'll be definitely locked in the office all day Saturday, and I'll be uh, betting. I, oh, I couldn't believe that I missed Snitch last week. I, I went down to Mount Martha, I had screaming kids in the car, and I absolutely made a meal of it. So I won't be missing out this week, that's for sure. But um, we've only got two shows to go, so uh, let's nail the last two weeks. We've got Kalandra Cup next uh, Saturday, so fingers crossed we can go. Uh, Shoot, shoot them, uh, shoot the lights out for the next couple of weeks. Love so I'm, the place,
1: I'm... love the place, Kalandra, and Caloundri- Eagle Farm. Up we go, boys. Big <laughs> <laughs> tracks, yeah, that's all. Like. Big right. tracks, find the best
2: horse. Great
1: way, Great so,
0: way. The boys will be doing the hard work, and all you have to do is uh, pull the trigger at home. So uh, make sure you uh, follow us on Apple or Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're all over the place. And uh, if you want the other southern states, make sure you check out Bet Doctor, our other racing show. But uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks, boys. Good luck on Saturday.